What is up, everyone, and welcome to Subjectively Speaking. My name is Jeremy Paul. And I'm Laura Norman, and this is episode 28, game 32, the Columbus Blue Jackets versus the Carolina Hurricanes in what was one of, again, one of the most chaotic circumstances I've probably ever seen in watching hockey games with a big shootout win for the Columbus Blue Jackets and the first two game series win for this team all season. Thank Christ. Only took 32. It only took 32 games. Oh my goodness. I don't know where my voice just went. Um, So yeah, the Blue Jackets like refused to say die. Um, Obviously they were down, you know, they were down one, nothing down two one, and they find a way. Um, none of the goals were pretty. No, not none of them for either team. Like I mean, like it was just one of those games where like rebounds were plenty. I, well, actually, I don't want to shade Seth Jones like that. Like Seth Jones's goal in the third period was good, um, but aside from that, like the other three goals were very much like right place, right time. Puck bounced to your stick, and you just threw it in the back of the net. And that's okay. I mean, like Oliver's goal, God love Oliver, but like, what? <laughs> he just throws it to the net and it bounces off of Dougie Hamilton. And it goes in. Like, so I mean, you know, you take him how you can get him. And just for the Blue Jackets to have that never say die attitude, I mean, kind of glad to see Carolina get, you know, nipped in the bud a little bit there by an offside call in overtime that saves the Blue Jackets from uh, not being able to wrap this one up. Um, but obviously when the game goes to the shootout, I'm like, oh no, this isn't <laughs> going to be good, but they find a way they find a way. Um, and Patrick line, like scores in the third round after, um, you know, after Carolina had scored in the, like with the first shot of the shootout. And so with what could have been the last shot of the shootout, Patrick line, delivers, tells the crowd to be quiet on his way back to the blue jackets bench. And then, um, you know, another stop by, uh, oh my goodness, by Elvis. And then, you know, who else but Oliver Bjorkstrand comes in and wraps the game up for the Jackets. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the messy goals. And I think that that's something that you as a hockey fan can anticipate when the game is literally scoreless for both sides until the last five minutes of the second period. Um because that's when the Hurricanes um, got a really messy, really messy goal off a rebound from Elvis um, to to start the scoring of the evening. But it was nonstop back and forth for those first 35 minutes. Um, Just, you know, and we stayed strong for the most part. Like we had a couple of decent shot attempts. Um, We stayed pretty even with them. As far on as far as shots on net are considered, um, but it was it was kind of nail biting. Like you know, they score at the end of the second period. We come back, score in the third. Um, they immediately follow back and make it two one, and it's like four minutes left in the third period. And I'm sitting on my living room floor because I was making a gift basket. And I'm just going, we're fucking losing. Like we're losing. There's no way that we're going. Like it took so long to even get the first goal. Like we're definitely splitting another series. This is dumb, blah, blah, blah. And then with a literal 
30 seconds left in the third period, Seth Jones comes in and says, hold my beer. And is just like, we're going into overtime. And I kid you not that 30 seconds after that goal, the whole time I'm like, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Cause I was like, I could feel it. I was like, Caroline is going to get some stupid, stupid goal at like 1.4 seconds left in the third period. And then it's just going to be dumb. But no, it was, uh, you know, beautiful. The smile on Seth's face was just, he was so proud of himself. He was like, look at me go two games in a row. Um, but then of course, um, oh, how the mighty fall kind of quickly, because about a minute and a half into overtime, Mr. Jones takes a high sticking penalty, uh, which puts the jackets on the kill against the number one power play team in the NHL. Um, and I think every single Blue Jackets fan out there will tell you that we were, we were done. People were shutting off their teams. There's like, there's no way we're making it out of a Carolina power play and winning this in overtime. And for about five seconds, that was the case because Carolina did score, um, about 25, 30 seconds into their power play. And basically the team starts leaving. Elvis is halfway down the tunnel, like the officials are leaving, and all of a sudden the camera spans back over to the bench. Jody Shelley and Jeff Rimmer are like, uh, something's happening. Um, and pretty immediately, Toronto made the call that the play was offsides. Um, and so for once in a blue moon, a call, it goes in Columbus's favor the goal gets waved off and we go back into um, playing overtime uh, with a minute 30 uh, left in a Carolina power play, which we successfully killed, which is a miracle. Um, Elvis had some major saves uh, to keep us in the game. And then we were able to hold off for the rest of overtime leading into the shootout. Um, yeah, I just like hate shootouts. I wish they just, I wish we could just do, Cam said it the other day in his post game that he wishes they would extend overtime to 10 minutes and have it go that way instead of doing an immediate shootout. But it is what it is. That's why I like the playoffs so much better because it's just overtime after overtime after overtime like we did. But because shootouts are stressful and dumb and we're not great at them. But thankfully last night it worked out in our favor. I mean, even if we were good at them, like it's just like shootouts are just such a, I mean, any team can be any team, which is the NHL's mantra, right? Like any team can be any team on a given night, but like you get into a shootout and it doesn't really matter anything that's happened in that game to that point. It's just like, send out your three best shooters, like help your goalie, you know, can figure it out and make a few good guesses and and move from there but yeah I don't know I don't love the shootout myself um I mean I think I think they're fun to watch like I know you hate watching them I think that like the the drama and the suspense is great of them but yeah they're not they haven't been fun to watch as a Blue Jackets fan over the last couple of years but we get one we get this one down which is just thank god yes thank Thank God. I think this is a, a lovely, a lovely thing to return home 
with is a, you know, back-to-back series win. I mean, granted, it's a continuation series because we're playing Carolina, you know, two more times uh, this week. But um, to have that is such a good momentum for coming home because when we were home just a little bit ago, we did not play very well. And we we need this in order to turn um, at least some momentum around. Again, not saying that this means anything like we won two games in a row. Like that should not, it's sad that that's like the feat, like the feat that we accomplished. Um, but yeah, we'll see. And like my very popular tweet from our account last night, we are still undefeated with Nick Felina's new haircut. So <laughs> now we are. It was a good luck charm. Perhaps that this, you know, perhaps this is just the clue that he should have shaved his head a long time ago. Should I do it too? You did this once. <laughs> not that bad. Not that. No, not as not as tight as Nick did his, but um, you know, you did at one point surprise me with a, a pretty short buzz cut. And it wasn't a bad look. I also had a dream last night that I accidentally shaved my beard off when I was trimming it. And I woke up this morning, I just like touched my face. I'm like, please, no. And I was good. So. That would be a scary dream. Because it's been a minute since you haven't had a beard. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. That just can't happen anytime soon. You know, it's fine. Not to play. You could do the opposite. If we do go to the playoffs, you could do a playoffs baby face. No, 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 no. No, no. Because that's <laughs> becoming more of a reality of like a possibility. Is of us going to the playoffs or are you shaving your beard? <laughs> definitely the the former. I have no interest in shaving my beard, but I will say that like Dallas eventually is going to start catching fire. Like I Dallas is the team that I'm now more worried about in the playoffs because like it seems like Chicago is cooling down pretty strong. Um now obviously they can heat back up at any point. Like they're still very much in it. So that, like between those three teams, like, it's just going to be interesting to see who gets the one spot. Yes, but we are currently sitting technically beating yeah. Chicago in the, in the fourth spot. So for the first time, basically since week one of this season. Um, and the, the weirdly, the only thing that's going to, like, make me super happy about this is because it happened on a Saturday. We will now get counted in the like sweet 16 because we like made it at the cutoff, like when they post the stupid thing. That's not um that's not objective though. I thought it was like points. No, they give points because their reporters rank them, like they submit their rankings. So, like, if, if they all still think the Blue Jackets are, like, the 17th or 18th best team in the league, like, they won't be in the top 16, in the Sweet 16. That's not fair. They should do it properly. I'm very sorry to tell you. But that, that is not how it works. But someone should think that we're better because we <laughs> were better. I'm just saying. No, that's totally fair. Well, I mean, and obviously, like, they are playing better. Like, that, you can't say that they aren't. Like, they're going to do this thing where they're going to, like, they're literally like, we're the mouse and, and they're the cat. Yes. And they just won't kill us. And they're just playing with our half lifeless bodies. Yep. 
and they'll do that until May, and then they'll kill us by not making foil. Or by making the playoffs and getting the shit beat out of us then. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, and I mean, I don't mind. I know you said that you don't want to get in by the skin of your teeth. I'm okay with getting in by the skin of your teeth if you, like, actually, like, can be competitive in the playoffs. Because, I mean, that's what happened in 2019, right? Like, we barely got – the only year that the Blue Jackets haven't gotten in by the skin of their teeth was when we played Pittsburgh in the first round, and we ended up losing the series 4-1, right? 4-1? 4-2. 4-1. I thought it was 4-2. I thought they won twice. We did in one of the series against Pittsburgh. I don't know. It was one of the two. Nevertheless, um, yeah, because that was a season that, like, we were the second team in the playoffs, or second team in the league to clinch a playoff spot. Um, and that was in, like, mid-March. Like, we had clinched. Was that the, was that the 16-game winning streak season? Yeah, it was. And so that was the only year that the Blue Jackets haven't, like, limped into the playoffs or like had to like fight by the skin of their teeth to get into the playoffs every other year has been like scary uh well maybe not the first time they got in because like they they clinched the playoff spot a a few games before the end of the season but yeah so getting in by the skin of your teeth isn't necessarily a bad thing but if you get in by the skin of your teeth and then you get the shit beat out of you not a huge fan not a huge fan of that personally yeah, I agree with that. I mean, obviously, I love to go to the postseason just to continue that thing because I don't want to be one of the sad seven teams that aren't in the postseason. Seven? No. It was last year. Yeah. However many. It's way more than seven. Yeah, it's 15 this year. It'll be 16 next year, but 15 this year. So, yeah, I don't want to be one of those sad 15. Uh, listen, it's not a terrible place to be because then if you get a lottery pick, that's pretty good. But you know that we're not going to. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to tell me that. I mean, like, I listen. <laughs> so, like, it, like, I can see how other teams would be like, yeah, it's totally fine if we don't go to the postseason. Like, we'll get a great lottery pick. And then there's us that end up getting 15. Right. Well, and they're talking about changing it to to where like the lottery only decides the top two picks and not the top three picks because right now it decides the top three picks. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't know if that got officially approved or if that was just conversation. Not hundred percent up to date on my board of governors conversation. I don't. Do we even have a first round pick this year? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we don't have a second round pick. I'm fairly certain we don't have a second round pick. I think because I think the second round pick is what we sent. Well, unclear. <laughs> and I can't remember if this is a year that we don't have a third round pick or if next year's year we don't have a third round pick because that's what we that's part of what we sent to Winnipeg with Pierre Luc Dubois for Jack and Pat. Yay, draft. Yeah, yay. <laughs> Um, I do want to talk about something that Elvis said in his post-game interview last night, because I just thought... Uh, Miss Emotional wants to talk about what Elvis said in his post-game interview last night. I'm shocked. Just really touched me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, because I love Elvis. I love every interview Elvis does. I just absolutely love it because he's like, I don't believe he does it on purpose, but he's just like a master at sound bites where he always says something that's just so great. Um, but last night, um, he said, we put a lot of effort and love in this game. We are fighting for each other. Even if somebody makes a mistake, there is a partner who saves his ass. And I was just like, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. Specifically the saves your ass part. Correct. Um, he is, he's very correct about that. Um, but, you know, and even, even with him, like, you know, he's always very, he knows he hasn't had the best season so far. Um, and he knows that a lot of his own success comes from how well his teammates play in front of him um, last night was definitely better than a lot of the times. Although it was weird because Jody and Jeff were both like, we feel like the team is more like has always been uh, better in front of Elvis. And I was like, that's not the case. I don't think. I don't know. I would almost say so. I mean, Elvis's numbers this year are actually not bad. I mean, they're not great, but like, they're better than Corby's. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's a part of me that thinks that they do actually, like, play better. I can't remember. I always do this. And I know that they don't listen, so they're not going to get offended. But I always forget if it's if Jeff Savota tweets something or if Brian Hedger tweets something. Like, to me, they're one. And so whenever I see something, I'm like, I have to remember who wrote that or else I'm going to forget. And I, this time, have forgotten. But <laughs> we're like, I haven't gotten to – I think it might have been uh, Brian Hedger. They were like, I have not – gotten done like scribing yeah or elvis's post game interview yet but one thing's for certain is that if he is not the goaltender of the blue jackets future i'll be pissed like because like <laughs> he's just like i like this is like such good content for me as the journalist to like talk about and to examine and to write about because it's so so much more dynamic than like most goaltenders are and it's so much more personality like I don't know. It's going to get interesting really fast. And on um, the Front Nationwide podcast with Allison Lucan and Aaron Portsline, like they were talking about like trades and they were talking about trade tiers and like who you would trade. And, um, you know, obviously they were like, you know, it's not probably going to happen during the regular season unless you get like an offer like that's like really good. Um, but you're not, you're probably not going to get rid of either one of your goaltenders and you're probably going to carry them through to the off season. And then at that point, like, who do you trade? And they both said trade Jonas. Like they both said, you know, you keep you keep Elvis because the ceiling is higher. You know, the the personality is this, like, which I tend to agree with. Like, I do think the ceiling is higher for Elvis. But what that means too is like Elvis's trade value is better. So like if they decide they want to get like more in assets and that they can trust Corpy to be the starter. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, we we said it early on in the podcast, um, you know, Elvis is a brand. Elvis is um, something that I think the Columbus Blue Jackets um, have lacked as far as players, you know, in that realm of things. So many of the other major teams that get all of the press, all of the, you know, na- nationwide games, like, or national broadcast is what I meant, um, have one or two players that are just like 
these huge brands and these huge situations and to have someone like Elvis that we could really mold, you know, into a situation that becomes a, you know, along the lines of what they're hoping to accomplish with Patrick Line, you know, would be so good for our franchise. Um, and just, you know, I remember, granted it wasn't that long ago, but, you know, last season when Elvis was on his hot streak, like you had people showing up to games dressed as Elvis, like bringing cardboard cutouts, you know, he was doing the like guitar strum thing, you know, after a big win and not that he necessarily needs to keep with that scenario, but, you know, he's already shown such a dedication to, um, the, the sort of backbone of the Columbus Blue Jackets, like acknowledging the fifth line, you know, making sure that fans know that he sees and appreciates them and really making statements along the lines of, cause I love, he goes back and forth between he's, you know, his game, he wants to play as much as he can, but it's a team effort too. And that his success is not, you know, strictly determined by his skill set but also by the skill sets of his entire team in front of him. So that's something they can really, really build off of. Um, He just got another mask made. He was wearing it last night. Um, Another new metallic mask that has the fifth line on it and also has the little tiny fighting stingers. Um, You know, he's really embraced it and he's really embraced Columbus and, you know, it's in a different way than some of our like long timers have like, yes, Elvis is married, but he's still like, still kind of, you know, he doesn't have a family yet. So like his appeal for Columbus is like, I'm a young person who wants to be in this city because I like this city, not because it's, I want to raise my kids here. And like, not that that's not great too, because it is like, that's awesome that we have so many players that want to say that so many alumni that come back to live in Columbus, like, but to have someone like Elvis, who's like young and edgy and, you know, worldly, the man speaks five languages. So, you know, that's just a lot to work off of, but that pains me because I love Corpy so much. And, but yeah, it just, it's going to be interesting to see what they decide to do, what Yarmo decides to do. And obviously we're nowhere, we're not like right there on that decision yet too. So it's just going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But who knows? All of this to say, we don't know. And that's okay. Um, because yeah, I mean, you look, I mean, they play Monday and Thursday again, right? So do you, do you start Corpy on Monday? Do you start Corpy on Thursday? Do you give the game to El- cuz i mean like both of them have recently played really well like it's not like somebody is like really cementing themselves like above the other necessarily like well and what was really funny is that they both i don't remember the carolina player's name but they both like really shut the door on the same carolina player um in the last two games and it was just really funny like cuz his face after he got like the door slammed was just priceless. Well, especially that like Elvis save, like that two on one save in overtime. That was insanity. Was stupid, like yeah, and I think that was Martin Nachot's. 
was who it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It got robbed and and he just like put the stick over his head. He just like looked to the sky and was like, why? (laughs) And then Elvis just sort of stood up and laughed a little bit to himself. So, which is always funny. But yeah, that's the other thing. I wish the Blue Jackets would have capitalized a little bit more last night on how unsteady the Carolina goalie was. (laughs) Because Reimer, like, literally in all of regulation, and everyone kept saying this, so, like, he doesn't look like he knows how to, like, hold on to the puck with his gloves. And they kept referring to it as, like, the new equipment issue. They're like, we don't know if he has new equipment on right now, but he's acting like he does and, like, that he can't move. So I really wish that they would have capitalized on that more, but you know, we still got the W in the end. So thank God, right? Because that makes recording these podcasts so much easier and so much more fun. Um, you know, they do and they don't actually, because I feel like we have a good time like commiserating and in, in, in the in the shit. We do, yes. I mean, kind of the nature of the beast, especially for the blue jackets. So and for most Ohio sports teams, with the exception of the Ohio University Bobcats. Roll boppies, baby. I'm wearing my OU shirt right now. Just As you should. Big game Monday. If we haven't made it apparent, Jeremy is soon to be an OU alum in just a few short weeks. So. You, why do you yell? Like, why do you choose this podcast to scream? Um, because I'm celebrating you and that feels that doesn't feel like a celebration that feels like an attack to say that I am graduating and no longer able to just coast under the guise of being a student hate that listeners I don't know Jeremy is full-on being like a weirdo right now about coasting this man works three jobs (laughs) and goes to school and deals with my codependent ass on a regular basis. I'm weak. As, as some of our other friends and family members that are codependent. Um, he's not coasting whatsoever. I love that I can put out that guy's that appearance I'm very into that for me and what that means for the way that I can present myself moving forward. Um so yeah, uh, that was fun. It was irresponsible to watch everybody partying the way they were partying after the game, but we don't need to talk about that on this podcast. Um, so much COVID. So much COVID. And I know that most of them are probably my students. Anyway. Um, very happily. Yeah. Right uh, anyway, the Blue Jackets, again, get a really good win in Carolina. They come back to Columbus to play Carolina again tomorrow. So Laura, what are you looking for out of tomorrow's game? Let's see. Um, Would love for Seth Jones to just continue this hot streak that he's on. Um, I love the confidence he's playing with. Um, That's always been one of Seth's like many characteristics is this like cool, calm confidence that he has. And I really think that that was missing for the greater part of the first half of the season. And to see this back, you know, now, when we really need it, we really need his, A, his leadership, but B, his confidence. 
um, is really great because they always joke that like Seth doesn't sweat ever when he plays. And it's like, that's just, you know, he plays so hard and to have that sort of reputation is like such a hard thing to accomplish, I think, in this league. So I would love to see that from him. Would love to see like the continued effort of some of these new guys that we've had to bring into the lineup. Now, I don't know if they're going to stay because since we're returning home, um, good likelihood, um, depending on what Tex has been dealing with, if he's cleared, he'll come back into the lineup. Gregorenko is cleared already, um, but they did scratch him last night to keep Stenland in. Um, so we'll see. But Stenland has been playing. Stenland played so well last night. Like, I will be kind of mad if Torts takes him out because he really, really played well. Um, and so have McInnes and uh, Mateo. So, again, this is this hard situation that we find ourselves in having this many forwards and having to do this sort of dance of who is going to play and who's not going to play. But um, so, yeah, we'd love to see some continued participation from them. Again, one of my goals is always that Cam gets a goal or I don't know, scores in a shootout. Um, Cause he just got the door closed on him last night in his attempt uh, it's not for a lack of trying in regulation. I do think he's trying. Just don't think it's happening for him right now. But again, for my sake, as one of his biggest fans and for our pals at Romeo's Pizza, really would like him to score a goal. And lastly, I'd kind of like to see Elvis back in the net tomorrow night. Um, but I think Torres will probably go tandem since they both played so well in Carolina and Corpio will get the start. No, I was muted. No. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I think who they go with on, like they could, I, I shouldn't say it doesn't matter. It does matter, but like, I don't think Elvis having played yesterday means that he won't play Monday like I think that they'll split these two games so it just doesn't like just whoever starts Monday will probably not start Thursday but I mean Thursday I mean that's a good decent amount of rest like if they feel like they have a hot hand like say say they do start Corby on Monday and, and Corby pitches a shutout or something like that like okay like then maybe maybe you throw Corby out there again on Thursday or vice versa so that will be interesting to see I'm hoping for good things I mean obviously like didn't score last night but like Patrick Line you know, is part of the reason why, like, that goal happens, that Seth Jones goal with that, like, beautiful pass over to find him at the top of the, at the top of the zone, and so, um, you know, hopefully I'd like to see him get, I feel like that shootout goal, like, I feel like him, like, doing the whole, like, shush thing, like, I just feel like that was him saying, I think it's, it's time for me to return, so I'm, like, really hoping to see him just, like, absolutely show out, um, show out. That was his, like, superhero call, like, yeah, I do. It just like very much had that energy where it's like, all right, bitches, I'm back. Like, so we'll see. Uh, that's what I'm hopeful for. Uh, obviously, like the Blue Jackets, like we said, they take on Carolina on Monday, have a couple days rest, take on Carolina again on Thursday. So we'll be back to you all on Monday night with a 
brand new episode, hopefully talking about a Blue Jackets win. If we win three in a row against Carolina, I don't know. I don't know what I'll think. I'll be stressed. Like, it'll just, like, add to the complexity of my feelings for the season. But we'll hope it'll for definitely it. Add, it'll definitely add to my sadness that we can't go tomorrow. If they yeah. <laughs> That is true. That's a good point. But, well, Laura, anything else as we wrap up this one? No, just the added in. It would be great if they could win in regulation. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I simply agree. But if you're looking for really quality Twitter content, Laura has been killing it recently because I haven't been using it as much. Laura has been absolutely killing the Twitter game. And you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at SubjectivelyPod. Um, so check us out there. Um, you know, keep engaging with us. Keep interacting in the polls. Uh, they're a good time. I always enjoy, like, when I'm scrolling through my personal timeline and I see one of them pop up, I'm like, come on, Laura. So, um, so go check those out engage with us be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it uh throw us a rating if you can but until then please stay well please be well don't go partying on the streets if your college basketball team uh makes it any further than they already do shout out to my athens listeners and we will talk to you all on monday bye